Yeah, South Shore. South Shore. Uh, no, so so I am uh, South Shore Leatherworks is just me. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's okay. just me in my garage with my girlfriend hanging out, making some cool leather stuff for like, you know, basic white girls online.
اچھی ہے Hodge beats just waiting for future to get in here to start asking ridiculous shit. You know, I'm talking. Oh, about. no, you know, he's going to be in here. Oh, no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, shit. Thanks for the follow in hell or and I don't know what your name is. And I hell and I hell. I know exactly who it is. Oh, you know, who it is awesome. Oh, yeah. So I guess we could start off with. Um, how we first met, I mean, that was, what, 15 years ago? 14 years ago? Yeah, I want to say, say it was probably. Oh, man, we're going to have Skype issues again because he's not on Wi-Fi. He's in his car at work. Ah, shit. It, it lagged out. What was that? Oh, I know. Because you're not on Wi-Fi, uh, probably. No, no, I took it off Wi-Fi because the Wi-Fi here is terrible. Ah, that even sucks. Um, it's all right, though. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, probably 2006 when I met you, um, yeah, with the doing weekends with the world we knew. Yeah. Good old days of the world we know. Is that when you joined? Yeah. Was it 2006 when you joined the world we know? No. So I joined late 2007. Oh, okay. I, um, yeah, it was December 2007 because so in 2006, uh, 2006, 2007, I was doing merch for them yeah. and I was just going out for weekends and stuff like that. And then December of 2007, my band broke up uh, and when I was in high school. Oh Jesus, we got the connection issues. <laughs> uh, uh, selling shoes. You're selling shoes. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> what it was, was your old band? I for... What was it called? journeys journey oh no your old band oh the old band oh uh sorry it was called voice of dissension that's right i remember that fucking name yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun yeah that that band was a lot of fun that was all that's cool so that's when you so you quit that and joined the world we knew yeah so i quit that joined the world we knew uh in december of 2007 which uh i believe our first tour together was summer of 2007 yeah. when i was doing merch for them when our van broke down in georgia and we had to take a box truck all the way back to new york oh my god and then yeah and then uh our first yeah we're gonna have some connection issues guys so hang hang in there with us yeah, Skype keeps doing the, yeah. Skype keeps doing the connection thing. <laughs> it's all right. Skype's killing me over here. I know. Here. It cannot be that easy. Technology can't just work. Of course not. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it says I got full. It says service. I got full bars. So that's on your end. You got to get better internet. Bro, I have great internet. Damn, Hodgebeats. <laughs> I do. Well, not the best, best, not the top tier. But I ran a oh you gotta get that test. FiOS. I know. I don't think they have FiOS. Uh, they might have FiOS in this area. I gotta check. Yeah. I'm gonna say, but it's weird around here. 
Um, so you joined in 2006, right? The world we know. Uh, I joined December 2007, oh, and then I started. Okay. Yeah, so Seven. it was December 2007, probably about six months after I graduated high school. Oh, okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, our first tour together was six months prior to that. But then I started playing in the band, and then we toured together with a different breed of killer. Ooh, that band, that Rise Records band. Yeah, I used to yes, love yes. them. Yes, them. and then yeah. uh, did we not? Did we? You were with us when we stayed at. Uh, that dude's house, right? Uh, from the band? From a different breed? Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, he had a, I did a saltwater pool in the backyard. Oh, in the yes. Backyard. Yes, I do remember that. In like Johnson City, Tennessee. Yep. Yep. That's right. They were from Tennessee. Yeah. They were a Tennessee band. Uh, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of stuff that uh, that we did back then. There was a, there was a lot of fun. Yeah, those were good times. I remember quitting my job at Office Depot, then the next day leaving on tour with the world we know. <laughs> that's awesome. I remember calling that's Frank sick. up. I'm like, yo, can I still come with you guys? He's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, let's go. Hurry up. <laughs> let's, our... let's fucking go here. <laughs> um, Let's see. What else can we... Oh, you're back. Is yeah, it? yeah, it's all right. So how did you get into... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know. How did you get into fit for an autopsy? I don't think I ever asked you that or ever knew. Okay, so uh, after the world we knew broke up, I was over touring. I didn't want to do it anymore, and oh, then um, it got to the point where I was like, "All right, well, you know, I'm going to start doing the clothing company, and I'm going to start doing the motorcycle thing." Yeah, yeah. And uh, Pat hit me up randomly and was like, "Hey, dude, so uh, we need a guitarist, and we have this new record that we've been writing." And I was just like, "Nah, I'm good." Uh, I'm, I'm good on touring. I don't want to tour. Yeah. And uh, it. it was just funny because he turned around and he said, how about we send you our new stuff? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, you can you can decide after you hear <clears throat> our new stuff. And I heard, you know, 90% of the Hellbound record. And I was like, I was hooked. Amy. Yeah. No, that was a record. I remember hearing that record when it came out. Oh, shit, he's frozen. Damn it, Skype. Uh, I remember hearing that record when it came out, and that's when I got hooked on Fit. Yeah, that's... that record was that record was uh, was pretty pinnacle um, in in the Fit category in the Fit career. Yeah, no, it definitely was. So you were just hooked from there. You were convinced. You were just like in it again. You're like, okay, I'll tour. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> ah, you know what? Uh, you know, you guys are signing to a, a bigger label. You guys are signing, yeah. you know, all this stuff. I guess, I guess I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I guess this will work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, I've been doing that for, it's crazy. I've been in fit for an autopsy longer than I was in the world. Yeah, yet. literally. Because what year was that when, when you joined fit? When the hell did Hellbound come out? I joined my first tour or my first show was June thirtieth, mm -hmm. two thousand or uh, two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay, all right. That was yeah. And then uh, you know my first tour was uh, us and Acacia Strain, like August September of that year, and then we oh, went wow. out uh, no like October November of that year or something. It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. It was a lot of a lot of touring. Yeah, you guys toured uh, a lot. when I didn't think. There was a lot of touring when I didn't think that touring was going to happen for a while. Oh, at that time? 
Um, well, yeah, like, you know, after joining, or after, after quitting the world we knew, um, you know, I didn't think that I was going to be touring for a long time. And then, you know, six months later, I'm back in the hot seat. (laughs) Just going full force. Yeah. It's definitely like around that time. I mean, Fitz always been touring. Like, I think around that time, it was just like constantly, right? So kind of, kind of yeah. uh, they, they F and chat for Fox Skype. Uh, once, uh, process of human extermination came out, yeah. but then, you know, they had a couple people, then the, those people left or they just uh, didn't get along. So they kicked some people out, you know, the and usual. then other people left the band for other bands. Yeah, exactly. And how it, uh, it got to the point where they, they didn't have a full touring schedule. Or, sorry, they didn't have a full touring band. Yeah. Uh, you know, not everybody was able to tour. Because uh, Will at the time was, was getting really popular as a producer. Yeah, he couldn't tour. And he wasn't <clears throat> he wasn't able to tour at all. Did he so ever do a full tour? They, or was it uh, before Yeah, you? he did. I'm pretty sure he did two full u.s tours okay uh before i joined before you joined because okay. yeah because he he did the touring for a little bit mm. and then they got uh richie that was in molotov solution that's where i remember richie. um yeah then he left and went to play for the acacia train that's right. oh, which is right. where i came in <clears throat> so when richie left is when you came in yes when richie left is, uh, is when i i joined cool that's that's rad um yeah so it's it's, it's been, been a wild ride over the last seven years yeah the band's grown the band's really grinded out and i think like the uh lineup you guys have now is pretty fucking solid yeah we're uh i, think it's, I mean it's a unit, everybody's man. in everybody's in tune with each other you could tell. um yeah it's definitely it's definitely the best lineup that we've had yeah. no you definitely can tell and does will play any shows with me i know sometimes right like regional stuff he'll um, or not so much Will, anymore. Yo, to be honest with you, I think the last time that Will played a show with us was like 2016. Wow. Um, because, just... well, I mean, obviously his recording schedule is crazy. That's true. But not to mention, we as a as a five piece yeah. have gotten so locked into each other mm. uh, and so locked in together that I feel that bringing bringing will in on a live setting yeah would definitely uh it would definitely hinder things that we'd have to work right, so insanely hard to to make it you'd have to, work properly yeah you definitely have to get a good amount of practices in oh for sure yeah, trust me to like get it together yeah the last time he played i couldn't make it because i had a family reunion and oh, okay. uh i think he did he did like uh a week of shows with uh fit and unearth oh all right so he did that, and that was like 2016. Yep. Yeah, it was a couple years back. That's right. It's so funny because people think that I'm Will all the time. <laughs> Are you serious? Because yeah, because Will and Pat do all the press. Ah, yeah. So you know yeah. they're always like, oh, the guitar. You know, Will the guitarist from Fit for an Autopsy. Pat the guitarist from Fit for an Autopsy. Yeah. So you know, and since I don't do a lot of interviews, it's just funny when people only hear about Will and Pat. Yep. They walk up, they're like, well, I know what Pat looks like. You know, he has to be Will. So they walk up <laughs> to me, and me and Will don't look alike at all. No, and not Yeah, at all, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Will, what's going on? We uh, When we filmed the K-Pit, um, oh, when yeah, we filmed the, the K-Pit video, yeah. 
uh, there was a kid outside that walked up to Joe and said, hey, man, is Will here? Oh, man. And Joe looks at Will, right? Now, I, me and Will are standing across from each other. Yeah. He looks at Will, and he goes, yeah, man, he's right there. And he points at Will, right? Okay. The kid came over and came to me and was like, hey, Will, can I get a picture? Oh, my God, dude. And Will just looked at me. Will looked at me, and he just walked away. I was like, you son of a bitch. Will, he walked away from you? From you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's fucking funny as hell. Yeah, it's nuts. So Hodge Beats, I don't know. You ever see Hodge Beats in your chats? Is that name ringing? Uh, yeah. You know I'm, what I'm talking I'm about, right? 90% <laughs> positive that I've seen them in, in my chat, yeah. So I ask like, people in my Discord, I'm like, yo, if you got any questions you want me to uh, ask Tim, you know, post them in here, um, and you know, I'll bring them up when we do the, you know, the episode. So the one he wanted me to ask was, why didn't you all have Dan set up a tour? <laughs> I was just like... Well, they have an okay. agent, but <laughs> well, okay. So we have, we do have an agent, but Hodge might not um, know how it all works. I don't know yes. if you know. Hodge. So we've had, we've had agents. The thing is, you had a Dan um, agent before too. <laughs> what's up? I said you guys had a Dan agent before too. It just wasn't me. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. We've had, we've had, uh, we've had an agent named Dan. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just depends, you know, on which agents you want to work with yeah. and which agents that you know, uh, come to you first or which agents are, are more suited for you and stuff like that. And, uh, it's just, we've never had the, uh, the opportunity to work together. I mean, you know, we've been, we've operated on tours like with bands together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like we've oh, toured yeah. with bands that you've had and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we've always, uh, we've always had, had an agent. Yeah. And Jonathan, your agent now he's been, I've known Jonathan for a while. Jonathan 100% gets me. Yeah, and I, um, me and him work together really me. well. Me and him really work together very well. Like we all, you know, we're definitely on like a friend level too because we always call each other. We always like check in on each other. We always talk. You know, always yeah. talk around. You know, you know, we're just like we're actual friends. And he's definitely he's like one dude in the industry out of like you know probably like uh, I don't know ten that I consider an actual friend. Yeah, Dan's a, uh, sorry, uh, Jonathan's a good dude. Yeah, he really is, man. You know, you know, he's worked his so, ass uh, off. <clears throat> I mean, he used yeah. to do merch. What are, he used to do merch for all that remains. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, did you not know? A while. I think that was. I, I did not know that. I think that was when so, he was a promoter in Michigan. So I don't really, I don't really deal with the inner workings, man. Yeah. Um, and, and you know this, that I've, I've always been like this. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. I've never been a guy that really wanted to deal with the inner workings of the business side of things. I get it. Uh, because it's such a headache. It's such a stressful thing. Yeah. And, it uh, it's kind of funny. Me and Pat have, have this thing and Pat's like, Hey man, what's your job? <laughs> and my job is to play guitar and shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not it. deal That's with it. any of the industry bs 
Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like you yeah, come up with ideas, and sure. you want to make your business profitable, and you want uh, profitable. Yeah, yeah. And you want to make your business grow and stuff like that. So you always come up with ideas for sure. But execution and stuff like that, I don't want to deal with any. I of wouldn't that either, honestly. I I really wouldn't. No way. If I joined the band on guitar, you know, I was just like, yeah, because I did it so you know when I was younger before I started being an agent. Um, of course. I just was like, I don't want to be in a band anymore. I want to be an agent, which was crazy, right? <laughs> that's, wild. that's wild. You're like, I have to deal with it. It's like what I, I would do much to rather be in a, I would much rather be in a band than deal with bands. Yeah. I don't know. I always liked the challenge. And there were so many times, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times where I was told like, yo, dude, just be a manager. Because I'll micromanage yeah. bands too, in a sense, you know, like yeah. help bands. I, I'm not charging them anything for it, but I would, in of a course. sense... What comes with being an agent, a lot of agents is, you know, if the band doesn't have a manager, you, you are sometimes doing manager duties. Oh, 100%. It, it does happen a lot, more than a lot of people think. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to stick with this. <laughs> but, yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, even like, you know, it's funny because like, <clears throat> because, you know, Putney's very involved with it, obviously, right? So, like, yes. Putney will yes. call me and be like, yo, Dan. What about this, this band you work with and this other band you work with go, you know, to, uh, on, let's do this fit headliner. And he's like, you know, we'll, we'll talk like an idea. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go to Jonathan. Uh, and then I'll have Jonathan reach out to you. <laughs> so yeah, it's like in yeah, some yeah. sort, and then I'll pitch like Putney ideas. And I'm like, well, what about that band, dude? You know, and yeah. he'll be like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll tell Jonathan. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so um so will is kind of like he kind of acts as a manager mm -hmm. as well he does um hold on skype issue because he does to be honest it's just it's it's a little bit too much to handle yeah and we're like fuck it we'll do it we'll do it ourselves yeah you know instead of sense. paying out all this money i mean you know all these bands are like, well, management gets you endorsements and management does this and management does that. And we're like, we can do all that shit ourselves. Yeah. You know, I, I don't put that past managers. I know, man, I know of managers that get those things for their bands, but sometimes of course. I've definitely learned that a lot of like, um, I don't know, equip, you know, guitar companies or, you know, you know, uh, equipment companies in general like to speak directly to the band. It's so much easier. Yeah. It's so much easier. It's just easier for you them know, to and turn the band around too. and say, "Yeah, to turn around and be able to text my rep at Ibanez and say, hey, I want this,' mm -hmm. and then have them tell me directly, no. Yeah, not have to wait. Son of a bitch, Skype. I hate you. You know, hey, yeah. he wants this. Them turning around and saying no, and then the management getting pissed off and like ruining, ruining that. the relationship with the company, you know. And on top of that, if you leave your management, then who's gonna who, who are you gonna talk to? Yeah, I you know. know, you don't you didn't build a relationship with that company. That company goes out the window when you know your your, you and your management out. split up. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And I've always said, so. you know, there's some bands I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, there's a few good managers, they're gonna help you, but some bands like have it together to where I've told bands, I'm like, you don't really need a manager or no, a lot of bands too. I'm like, you don't really, you know, you guys could probably do this by yourself. Like on a label side of things, of course there are some, but, bands, but you're going to lose some a lot of there. management. 
yeah, there's definitely a lot of that. management duties that are done by big time managers that like oh yeah yo you gotta have like oh yeah certain bands you need a manager and it also depends and wants to be yeah if the band if the band want doesn't want to be super in depth at, or they're just a bunch of fucking idiots yeah then you want a manager to make sure that they're doing the right thing for sure yeah you're right a hundred percent you're definitely right about that so, yeah so, so who um i think i know the answer to this question but who influenced you to play guitar what turned you on to well, play guitar? so when i was younger yeah my dad would always play the radio in the car while we were driving yeah, right same with my dad um, oh yeah yeah, so I'd be listening to, you know, classic rock stations and I'd be listening Same, to yeah. Ozzy and Black Sabbath and Metallica and stuff like that. So when I was a kid, I remember listening to Crazy Train and being like, hey, I want to <laughs> play guitar. Yeah. And I didn't that have any hobbies. Too. Yeah. So yeah. when uh, when I decided to go in and get a guitar and do all that stuff, um, I was very heavily influenced by all the guitarists that were popular in like the late 90s early 2000s oh uh, yeah so when i first started playing guitar who was in your you know in your guitar world magazines you know you had zach wild you had dimebag daryl you had eddie van halen you had mm -hmm. um you know all these guys that were big in the <clears throat> 90s joe satriani steve Vai, all these oh, yeah. guys that were big in the 90s um so those were the guys that uh i was heavily influenced by when i was younger yeah but i feel like as i get older um there's not many guitarists that i get super influenced by um on a big scale it's usually like the small smaller guys that west Hauk and yeah. uh you know mateus asado and all these guys and they're monster players oh, and yeah. the the feel the feel behind them playing guitar is just crazy to me yeah no you're right i mean those were definitely guitarists that i looked up to all the older ones Steinbeck, Darryl, oh yeah steve Vai. i mean every all of them like that those are like song like i used to learn a lot of metallica songs when i picked up a guitar black Sabbath. oh yeah 100 percent. and then i started getting when into you're like, younger yeah, of course yeah i would i would print out all the tabs <laughs> i had like folders full I, of tabs bro yeah <laughs> ultimate-guitar.com was it what was the other one mx tabs am i getting that right was that right yes I'm i don't know how sure i remember it was MX that tabs wow right yes i do remember that <laughs> there was that um there was 911tabs.com yes There's, uh there was a lot they man. were great and i learned it's crazy because i learned for me at least my friend Alex that I went to high school with in New York, he influenced me to play guitar because he ripped on guitar. I'm talking ninth grade, Sick. this dude was like shredding. <laughs> I was like, yeah. so he kind of like taught me a little bit of the basics and how to read tabs. And then I just took yeah. it from there. I never got lessons. But yeah, I took lessons for uh, for the first seven years. Oh, wow. That's sick. Was it the same teacher? Uh, no, was... I had a couple different teachers. Um, the teacher that I had the most... Uh, for most of the time, 
uh, was this guy, John, who actually is a backup. He's like an on-call guitarist for um, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's a, he's a monster, monster player. Um, but he just didn't get along with the people that own the store uh, and right. he ended up leaving and, uh, it was definitely a bummer. That is a bummer. Damn. Let's see. Um, what's the other question? <clears throat> so let's switch it over. Um, okay. For a sec. How did you, how did you start streaming on Twitch? Who got you, okay. influenced you to do it? It was Matt from Trivia. Matt from, I, I had a feeling it was Matt. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt from Trivium all day. So we're on that Trivium tour. Okay. And it was like a couple uh, years ago, right? Two. Yeah, it was late twenty, late twenty seventeen. Oh, uh, all right, okay. And you know, we always see, we always saw him, you know, on stream and doing these things. And then when we got to California, he got this backpack, and we always knew that he did the live streaming thing, but we never knew about it in depth. Uh, um, you know, cause I always thought that Twitch was a gaming platform, you know, and yeah. he turned to that platform and started doing a lot of the music stuff and it kind of grasped me and Joe. Yeah. So I turned around and I was like, all right, well, Joe's going to do the gaming thing. I'm going to hop on Twitch and I'm going to do the guitar thing, Yeah. you know, and I'm going to do the music thing. So, uh, Matt would you know, you would host us and do all this stuff and help us out. But it was kind of crazy how fast, uh, you know, we both grew on the platform. Yeah, you guys and, really did. And that was two and a half years ago. I think I hit affiliate in like May of 2018. May of 2018, yeah. Yeah. And was that when Joe started streaming? Joe started streaming a little bit before me because he uh, he got a setup done. He got his whole setup um, a little bit a couple months before me. Okay. So uh, yeah, he uh, he got his setup done and he started streaming. And then I started doing small little things on Twitch mm -hmm. uh, when I was in Europe in early 2018. And then once I got home, that's when I started doing like the full production and all that. Yeah, that's when you started. Doing uh, it there's been a lot. And it's kind of crazy. Like a lot of people helped me out when we first started streaming and it was wild. Yeah. No, it's cool. Like I'll pop in at least like once a week and yeah. hang out, you know, and shit. And it's awesome. Your community is great. It's awesome to see. Dude, I think Twitch is amazing. And I love it. It's one of the best things to happen to live musicians as well. I agree completely. And um, it's definitely been like one thing I always wanted to get involved in. So that's why, you know, like I was talking about talking with you earlier it was just like this was obviously the right time <laughs> or perfect time yeah. i guess you could say yeah for me to start doing this and like you know doing these live episodes has been great you know I'll game as well and i try to do like a variety of gaming not the same thing like i yeah. love fucking call of duty i love and hate it so much but i won't stream it really at all yeah so we for like a couple it. hours maybe but i'll get yeah. like our like viewers or like subscribers that who play it like jumping games with me, you know, and our friends. Yeah. It makes it yeah. more fun that way. In my opinion. So so when when I first started streaming, yeah. Um I would hop on the games and I'd do the games and, and whatnot. Um but 
I felt that the the viewership started to drop off there, drop off after a while because when I play video games, I get very into the game. Yeah, you know, I don't talk a lot, I don't interact a lot, yeah. so on and so forth. So with me, the music streams and the leatherworking streams, because I'm interacting more and because I'm talking more. Mm -hmm. People like it way more. Yeah, I agree. That's why I found that in, um, oh, shit. Do you know this? Damini? It's D-A-M-I-E-N-I-T-Y. Damn, they just submitted five subs. Jesus. Thank you. Damien is uh, Damien's part, Damien? of my, uh, part of my channel. Oh, awesome. He has to go right now. I guess he's getting uh, preparing for, like, the hurricane. Ah, oh, bummer. Dude, stay safe, man. That shit, yeah, we're supposed to get some rain this week, and, and I know, like, Gavelston and stuff are uh, being asked to evacuate. Yeah. There. Holy yeah. shit. Thank you for those subs, man. Seriously, be safe. If you got to evacuate, get the hell out. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't chance it. I would never chance That's it. That's funny. Um, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no. I do find, um, I like, you know, when I was, like, streaming, like, the last of us and like storyline games. Those are, I think for me yeah. at least those are like good games to where I could play. Right. And, and still interact with the community, you know, with cool. everyone. I can like yeah. multitask that stuff. Well, when it comes to like call of so, duty, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. You're trying oh, to concentrate, you know, you're just trying to, you know, yeah. Do that. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Same thing. With, same thing with like whenever I play hockey games, if I'm playing oh, NHL yeah. or something like that, it, it's always, always like that. Yeah, it is. It's hard because, like, I'll play with, like, you know, Bashin, Bashin Skulls, Josh. Oh, yeah, of And course. sometimes, you know, and, I, and I, I, I know I hear him, you know, interacting with his community and talking to him, and we're, like, in this intense game of fucking Warzone. <laughs> and and he's like, fucking off fuck somewhere, up. like, 200 meters away, you know. I'm like, dude, where the That's fuck funny. are you? <laughs> That's I'm funny. getting fucking killed. And he's like, oh, shit, my bad. Let yeah. me go. <laughs> <laughs> always giving them shit i'm like god damn oh yeah um let's see uh, what when was your first nam that you went to i've been to two so yeah okay I so i started doing nam in 2014 um it was like right after i joined fit pat was going every year every year really and so he was uh, going longer oh, than yeah. you What's he up? was going to nam longer than you were Oh, way longer. Holy yeah, shit. he's been going to Nam for like three, four years before I started going. So, yeah. um, you know, he brought me in and, and, you know, he showed me the ropes and, you know, hey, if you want something from this company, you got to go talk to him. You got to go do this. You got to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, <clears throat> uh, dude, it's it's wild. It is, man. It's, uh, it's definitely, definitely one of the best things, period. I think the first one I went to was to that, what are we, 2020 now? <laughs> So yeah, 2017, I think it was. Okay, cool. I think that was the one. And I remember walking in and just being like, holy shit. It's, it's Whoa. a blessing and a curse. It's yeah. like, a, it's, it's cool because you get to see all this gear, but it sucks because <laughs> it's, everybody's playing that gear and it's like a giant guitar center. It is a big guitar center. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a bummer because it's not happening this year or not happening next year. I know it is. So I was playing, I was going to take, I think I went, did I go in 2019? I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. And my plan was to take this year off, 2020. Yeah. And then I was going to go back 2021 because I have a bunch of friends that go. Like, I'm not, yeah. I love guitars. Like, I, I so I love going to the guitar, checking everything out, watching dudes rip, 
you know, and shit like that. I really do enjoy it. And I think it's fucking sick. And obviously it's just like all, a lot of my friends are there, you know, and, and also bands yeah. that I work with too. So it's like another opportunity for me to go hang out with everyone. Yeah. And it's just literally just one big, you know, party in a sense. It's just, yeah, huge. it's a big friend fest. A friend fest. And then like, you know, since everybody's out there, you get to reconnect <laughs> with people that you haven't seen for a year that and too. all that stuff. And I love it. <laughs> My friend Michael, is everyone playing Stairway to Heaven? Yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nah, you nah. know what it is? It's usually. Oh, Skype. Sorry, guys. Hold on. What was that? But, uh, it's, usually... it's usually just people trying to show off. Yeah. Like dumb shit. I know. I remember like, you know, hanging out, you know, my friends that play drums and shit and being there and they're like, all right, let's go over to like the cymbals. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not going to the fucking yeah. cymbal. I'm not going to the drums. <laughs> and then I will. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Can someone give me a, like, earplugs or something? <laughs> yeah. It's so intense, man. Yeah. You got the it's, wall of always... cymbals. I'm like, oh, don't, don't. We can't do this. Dude. We'll meet up later. It's, it's, it's rough. I love it. Don't get me oh, wrong. I, do I love too. it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, ugh, it's rough. It is fucking rough. Um, let's see. Is, was What was the inspiration for the latest Fit for an Autopsy record, which may have been different from the past ones? Um, I mean, I feel like I feel like with the Sea of Tragic Beasts, um, right there. you know, it was it – was, we're we're still on the same track and we're still talking about you know um we're still talking about political issues and whatnot um but i feel like it's it more touched on personal issues okay and what people deal with on a personal level mm -hmm. you know because everybody deals with bullshit everybody oh, deals yeah. with their own level of bullshit and you know everybody deals with the bullshit in politics and the bullshit with the economy and stuff like that. And, yep. you know, how big business is, is, you know, although sometimes can be great, uh, you know, most of the time is, is pretty rough. Um, but I feel like it touches on a lot of personal issues. The new one, you know, yeah. it, it touches on the, the inherent, um, evilness, I guess you could say of, you know, human beings yeah and you know how human beings can just kind of be shitty to one each other one to one another yeah yeah you know and uh you know we've touched on it on on other records but i feel like this record was a uh, was this one. A, a little bit more heightened yeah that's awesome do you guys plan to come out with a new record next year i think so right um uh, so or uh, maybe maybe maybe, maybe i don't know new, new tracks or something yeah I it's mean, hard right now that's like yeah <laughs> so i mean we've been writing and we've been you know i mean if you're not taking this if you're in a band and you're not taking this time to write <laughs> i'd say this you're to fucking up. yeah um but yeah i mean we don't know 100 percent uh we'd like to come out with something but um we'll see you never know you never know how the schedule goes because yeah I know. this year we were supposed to hit see a tragic beasts pretty hard mm -hmm. and yeah, you know that know. went out the window um you know we were planning on putting out a record next year but um you know who knows I think not touring it, uh, on sea of tragic beasts probably delayed that right i feel like yeah, it did it that with a lot a of bands yeah you know you know it was definitely a bummer so you know maybe next year you're definitely going to see some new stuff from us but yeah I would maybe not a record that. maybe you know some other cool stuff but i don't know who knows who knows <laughs>
you think that Die Art tour that you guys did one show on is going to get rescheduled at some point? Uh, probably not, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that a lot of people were asking, yeah. but uh, you know, in order right to now. get in order to get everybody on the same page, like a year from now, you know, and then on top of that, you know, if you think about, um, you think about the bands that were on it, you know, versions crowns from Australia. Yep. So, you know, since a versions is from <clears throat> Australia and then you've got Un Misere who's from Europe um, or something, right? They're, yeah. They're I think they're from Iceland. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're from Iceland. Iceland band. Yeah. I'm pretty you sure know, too. So that's a good getting band them all over, and then Die Art back to the states. So it's it it would just be so much work and way too much work. And to plan that we already far. had we already had stuff planned. Uh, I'll be honest, we had stuff planned out until next summer. Oh yeah, Putney. Will, Will told me, yeah, yeah. And, told you know me. that that all got shut down. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it's kind of a bummer, but you yeah. know we got to deal with it. And gotta you got to roll with, with the roll with the punches. That's what you got to do. And <laughs> uh, just know that next year, like we do have touring plans. You yeah. know, we will be, you know, we will be in the states. We will be in Europe. We might be in Australia sure, again. Right. You know, all that shit. So who knows? That's yeah. It's like it's one of those things. A lot of people will ask even bands of mine, like, when do you think we can tour again? I'm like, ah, we're probably gonna have to wait until the end of the year to figure something i don't know it's hard to tell that's what it is it's so hard being asked that question i'm just like i wish i had an answer for you i wish i had a yeah. clear answer to be able to give you and we could start planning things properly again but i really don't have it no nope. clear answer yeah. on when we're gonna be you know touring yeah. next we're hoping next year that's that's the hope that's that's what we're all hoping yeah. for, you know. At some you know, we're, point, we're next planning. Year. We're we're planning for next year, yeah. but yeah, I know one of the things. If that's gonna happen, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet. Um, where's your signature guitar, man? Dude, <laughs> I always see everyone I know, commenting I on Iman. I know. <laughs> what is that fucking future? Future, future bro. Comment that? Yeah, motherfucker. I saw that. So yesterday. And, and I've I've explained oh, this. I've man. explained this multiple times. Like, the thing is, um, you know, what's that? It's such it's such a crazy amount of money to invest into somebody. Yeah, it, it really especially is, when man. you don't know how you don't know how the market's going to do. Yeah. So you know when I when I look at it and I look at signature guitars and I look at people, mm-hmm. you know, saying, "All right, we're going to put a signature behind this dude." Yeah. Um, when you think about it. You know, uh, and I, I went through the math with them, and you're talking. I mean, Dude, you're talking at least, at least two hundred to three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars worth of a total Jesus, investment. That's all. Yeah. You know, and you might not even get. I mean, think about it. Like, you know, if you have to sell, you know, if if the factory's like, all right, well, we want you to order, you know, four hundred guitars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. If those guitars are five hundred a five hundred dollars a piece, that's two hundred grand yeah. just in material. That's just in product. Not that's even not yeah. advertising. That's not anything else Labor. besides that. Yeah. Or it could yeah. Well, no, no, that's well, no, that, in, right? that includes like Does that build? Yeah, so like okay. you know, two hundred you know, it's, if the factory charges them five hundred dollars for a guitar yeah. and they have to all Damn Skype. Hold on. For their 
fact or their their warehouse yeah in uh ben salem in pennsylvania you know if you're ordering 400 guitars that's two hundred thousand dollars right out of the right gate, up front yeah you know and uh you know you don't know if those guitars are gonna sell you don't know if you know in in six months that dude's not gonna be in a band anymore that's true you don't know so you know you got to make sure that you know that you're going to be able to sell at least 400 of them at least yeah you know and do i think that i could sell 400 guitars right now probably not could i sell could i sell 100 guitars probably probably but yeah is it worth it for them to say all right we're only going to do 100 guitars yeah you know, and put all this time and effort and all this money into a product that you're only going to get, you know, maybe a fifty to a hundred thousand dollar return on. Yeah, and especially for so a company knows? like Ibanez, it's like, is it really worth it for them? Do they really need to do that? So, I mean, yeah, it, you know, it's it's a lot of a lot goes into it. You know, and I, I that's the thing. Like, I love my artist guys. I I love Tyler. I love Mike. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're two great people. Ibanez is a and great like company. That's what's what was my cool first that, guitar too. Oh, dude, R, it, was it RG two seventy or something? Yeah. Am I getting that so right? So for me, yeah, being able to being able to text my guys and actually be friends with them, yeah, and have that friendship, like, you know, I I'm okay. I mean, if they turn around to me in two years and they're like, "Yo, dude, let's do it," you know, we want to we want to do a sig, then it's a little bit different. But you know. I'll I'll make jabs at them. I'll be like, "Yo, when am I getting a sig? When am I getting this? When am I getting that?" But like, <laughs> realistically, like I know where I stand in the company. I know you know yeah. my role in the company. I'm not this crazy big guitarist. You know, I'm not this virtuoso kid. And I with the A's, they're absolutely killing it with the az model the az model you know the az the az model is insane and they're pushing that hard and they're pushing a lot of artists towards those models and uh until they come out with a seven string az series you know yeah until they come out with a seven string i'm you know i'm not going to be part of that once they come out with a seven then it's a little bit different yeah you think they will eventually 100 percent I mean, they already post. They posted pictures of prototypes and stuff. Everybody wow. knows it's happening. It's just a matter oh, of when. Nice. Wow. You know. Oh, the AZs are wow. fantastic. You know, but they wanted to. They wanted to get into that classic styling um, marketplace. You know, and I and get it. Kind of, kind of get a foot in the door when it comes to what Sir was doing and what uh, what Fender's doing with the American. Because that it's a lot of fucking hard work, man. A lot yeah, of hard work. They have a lot of cool finishes for these. Damn. Yeah, they do. Wow. I want one in white. I literally have a goal set on my Instagram, or sorry, on my Twitch account, uh, like a donation oh, goal saw, set up so that I can buy so one, of them. one of them. This charcoal black burst yeah. is fucking beautiful. Jesus. Yeah, man. dude, they're super nice. Makes me just want to buy another. <laughs> I have a Charvel. I know. I need to start playing more. That's again. Sick. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Charvels are great, man. Yeah, they're good guitars. I got a good deal on it, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy Hell it." Oh yeah, I want to get that. Fuck it. It was like a couple years ago. I dude, <laughs> I want to buy all of the guitars <laughs> yeah. now. How many do you have? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, not home, obviously, right now. 
right now, uh, guitar. I want to. I want to judge it by guitars that I could bring. Oh come on, Skype. We were doing so good. We're doing so good, Skype. Uh, um, but as far as uh, as far as guitars that you know are just just there. Yeah. I probably yeah guitars that are just there. I'd probably say probably about thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Sounds about right for you. As I always see you, you with so many damn guitars. <laughs> Over the years, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. I guitars mean, that I can play. Guitars that I can play on tour is only about twelve to fifteen. But yeah, you know, but total around thirty. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, that's awesome. Well, great, man. Well, also, hold on. One more. This is a good question. Okay. Goyer, All right, Riedel I'm had. ready for it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kemper versus real amps? Okay. How do you feel about this? So, this is a good one. I like. This I one. don't. I don't mind. I don't mind amp modeling. I think it's a very cool technology. Okay. Um, I think they're getting very close to you know, if not you know, ninety nine percent, the way towards replicating the sound of a tube amp. Um, I just like the aesthetic, and I like being able to have a tube amp. Yeah. Um, it feels you know, good. there's. There's one thing that I can't get down with is not having cabs on stage. Yeah, so dude. Going I feel the complete, same about that. Yeah, going completely digital is one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like it's not as much Kemper to two beds and stuff like that. It's more, you know, analog and digital. It's just like, you know, do you want to go full digital? Yeah. Where you don't have any amps on stage and it's just coming through your ears and stuff like that. I can't get down with that personally. No. I wouldn't be able uh, to either, honestly. And I've seen bands it's just, without cabs on stage. And yeah. When you're like close to the stage or something, you just, it just see, it feels empty. There's like no bass really. It's different. Yeah. And it's not full. Nah, it's, it's not full at all. It's definitely different. And, you know, being able to say, you know, being able to, to hear everything, you know, via, you know, a digital setup yeah. is very cool. But you can achieve that through, you know, you can achieve that through analog as well. Yeah, no, you definitely um, So I think I think a healthy mix of both. But if we're talking strictly Kemper or tube heads, I'm going to go tube heads 99.9% of the time. Yeah, I would. And I, I definitely, it's... I know in Jet, for example, like in Jess, they got campers, which helps with because they're traveling. Like when, when you're touring yeah. around the world full time, it definitely is convenient. And they'll still That's use different. cabs on stage. That's they'll, a little bit different. That is you different. Know, when yeah. you're traveling, when you're traveling and you have to fit everything in a, a small little space and you have to travel with all your shit and, you know, you have to fly with your rigs. Like that's so yeah. different. Um, but we still do the analog thing cause we rent amps from, uh, rental companies over in Europe okay. and, uh, yeah, you, you know, so yeah, them. you know, the, the, I will say that sometimes the heads can be a little bit different and the consistency behind being able to travel with all your own shit is, is definitely worth the difference. But yeah, uh, you know, it, it all comes down to personal preference, man. Yeah. I think that's what it really is. You want to talk, uh, plug in uh, your new company, your leather company? Oh, yeah. South Shore? So, yeah, so uh, I started so I gotta, a I'm going to get some stuff from you. I've been wanting Hell, to. Hell, yeah, I appreciate that. I've really been so, wanting to. Uh, I was doing custom leather work for a long time, and I still do custom leather work, and I love doing it, but um, I wanted to do stuff to where I 
did I was doing more on the design factor yeah. of things. Okay. So I said fuck it and I started Fuck you Skype. One sec, it'll come back. And go in my garage yeah. and just punch out, you know, say five of the same wallet and focus more on the craftsmanship of the wallet as opposed to the image that I'm tooling into it. I got you. So it's all you, right? And uh, yeah, it's me and my girlfriend Claudia working out of my garage. Oh, that's right. And uh, you know, it's 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 inspired by Long Island and yeah. inspired by the beach beach life and and the small fishing town life on Long Island. That's right. Um, you know, so we're doing coasters and minimalist wallets and keychains and stuff like that. It's all going to be accessories, yeah. nothing crazy. When does it launch officially? Are you? Is it? Launch- uh, it launches. It launches Friday. This Friday. Uh, okay. This Friday, August twenty okay. eighth. Uh, it's just southshoreleatherworks.com. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, mostly people are going to be picking up the, the cool little coasters ma- that I made, but, you know, I'm into it. So, and then you're going to have, like, some wallets as well, you said, keychain? Yeah, keychain. I have three different three different minimalist wallets that are coming out and keychains as well. Nice. Yeah. I, li- yeah. I like smaller wallets. <laughs> Dude, they're great. They're fantastic. <laughs> they're way better, yeah. I, I downsized to the minimalist one. Like not long I ago. still use a, a massive wallet, so. <laughs> but I use a long wallet, so it's oh, slim. Okay. It's just it's you know it sticks halfway out of my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Hell yeah! Well, Tim, thank you for taking this time to hang out with me, dude. It's been a minute. Time, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. I, I forget the last time we. I, it was definitely a fit for an autopsy show. Oh yeah, you it know, had to have been at least year. like a year ago. Yeah. Oh, it was probably like the uh, what the headliner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like November, yep. I think it was. Yeah. So not not too long ago, but long enough. No, it wasn't. I always see you. Long yeah, ago, but I always see you yeah. a little more often now. <laughs> yeah, I know it sucked. We'll we'll be able to see each other soon. Oh yeah. Hodge said, "Does it have RFID protection?" Protection. Uh, no. Right. So my wallets aren't going to have RFID. Um, we don't have a liner on the inside of the wallet. It's mainly. Um, it's not a a wallet made for like it's it's not a technological wallet it's, it's not, more yeah. focusing on um it's more focusing on the small batch leather goods uh okay, it's cool. high quality pro- it's all high quality leather yeah and i'm not gonna glue rfid protection on the inside of a piece of leather that costs you know it's 75 <laughs> percent of the product cost. yeah yeah i feel you, you know i feel uh, you on that um, you know, the leather's way too nice, and uh, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I would just ruin it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would ruin it. Well, everyone, everyone follow Tim. The link is right there. Thank you, Bastion, for yeah. posting Bastion's in here. Um, My guy. Oh, yeah. He's the fucking man, dude. He is. He's the best. He rules. Um, he's been helping a lot of us, like Andrew from Fallujah, uh, oh, Joel, yeah. Haston, me, bunch of us with uh, Fuck yeah. streaming stuff and getting us set up and dialed in correctly love that you know, i finally got uh, a mic arm uh you know one of these mic arms and uh, boom arms whatever the fuck they're called hell yeah <laughs> the blue yeti you know it's it sounds better now and everything so but anyway big shout out to fucking bashin too because he's the man yeah big dude shout he's out. the best so again tim thank you so much um anytime uh i'll talk to you soon yeah man definitely all right but we're gonna raise later chat later tim all right, chat, stick around. We're going to raid someone. All right, Tim, I'll, talk, right, I'll to talk to you. Later, bro. Later. All right, chat, we're going to raid someone. 
Let me see who's on. If you have suggestions for who we should raid, thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, everyone, for seriously tuning in. I love doing these. Tim's a really good friend of mine. Uh, so far, a lot of these episodes I've been doing are like friends of mine, so which makes sense. But we're going to, you know, the next episode, actually, let me tell you before we raid someone. The next episode is on a week from today, on the 1st of September, I have Kyle and Leo, Brand of Sacrifice. I haven't announced these yet. The week after that, I have Naveen and Cheney from Entheos uh, on September 8th. September 15th, I have Alex from Psycho Stick. Uh, let's see. Uh, September 21st, Andrew from Fallujah, who is Sigma Caldera in here, if you didn't know by now. September 22nd, Jake, the singer from Reflections. Hold on, let me hydrate. Yeah, Corpse Grinder. That's one I want to get. Um, September 28th. Matt from Cryptopsy, the singer from Cryptopsy, who also does Vox and Hops. And uh, yeah, we're, there's going to be more. I'm talking a lot more. Um, so anyway, you'll see me post about those in my Discord, on my social media. If you don't follow me, follow me on there. But let's see who's streaming right now. We got Brody from Rivers of Nile. I, I kind of I want to do Brody, I feel like. Should we do Brody from Rivers of Nile? Fiffer and Autopsy and Rivers are friends. They've toured together before. Rivers and I was on the Fit Tour last November. So I think if you guys haven't followed Brody yet, this is your chance to do it. He's Brody is one of my is an actual friend. Like he is a good friend of mine. I've been working with Rivers and I for years now. So let's raid Brody. Let me type in his name here. Brody of Nile. If you don't listen to Rivers of Nile already, you should probably do that. So again, thank you for tuning in, everyone. We're going to raid Brody from Rivers of Nile, so stick in here. Show him some love. Shoot him a follow. Sub to his channel if you got the money to do it and you enjoy what he's doing. And uh, yeah, thank you once again. I love you all.